The following message comes to you from the pulpit of Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church in Ackerman, Mississippi. We invite you to visit Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church for worship services every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Macedonia is located at 11 Staten Road on Highway 15, five miles north of Ackerman, Mississippi. For more information about Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church, you may visit our website at macedonia-pbc.org. Uh, as we looked, and I think it is, Brother Darren was so wonderfully blessed to preach. If it was possible for me to lose my eternal destination, I'd have done done it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's not a one of us that has not denied God in some way or the other. Mm-hmm. There's not a one of us that's not walked contrary to the love of God one right. way or the other. Right. Some would say, well, I, I, I hadn't said it. Well, what did your feet say? Uh, which direction did your feet walk? But if the Lord would bless me, and this subject was on my mind not long ago, but the word that's on my mind is gluttony. Well, Brother Dwayne's supposed to talk about how much we ate for lunch. <laughs> and it has not hardly anything to do with eating food, although it does not remove it. Right. When you look at gluttony, and it's only mentioned twice in the Old Testament and gluttonous twice in the New Testament. And gluttony is the result of greed and sin. Yes. We see something that we want and we really don't care what we have to do or who we have to do it to to get what we want sometimes, but by the grace of God. I've seen it, and and you have too. I've seen preacher jealousy among the church for years and years, and that's a sad situation. Amen. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to tell you, brother, God give each one of us our own individual separate gift. Amen. And if we'll just cultivate that gift, we ain't got to worry about nobody else. That's right. If we will ask the Lord to fill us up with his mercy and instruction and direction and quit worrying about what somebody else is doing, We'll get along with the Lord a whole lot better. But over in the book of Deuteronomy, now I'm going to tell you, under the law where this is mentioned, the uh, repercussions from gluttony was not good. And by the way, gluttony and uh, drinking strong drink, being a drunkard, is in the same category. Drunkard, being a drunkard, you'd be drunk on more things than whiskey yeah. or beer or wine. We'd be drunk on ignorance. We'd be drunk on, uh, uh, on uh, self-pity or uh, on jealousy. Uh, uh, have you ever seen anybody that jealousy had a hold of them and just gnawed them to death? Their old heart was as cold as ice right. and, and they, it destroyed them. Yeah. Why? Because they wanted something they couldn't get, but they didn't want to do nothing for it because they didn't have the ability to do it. If we're going to serve God, we've got to be given the ability to do it and pray to God to deliver us that we might do it for his glory and honor, not mine. And you know, if I stand before the judgment seat, uh, brother, we do that every day. And if we know right from wrong, we stand before the judgment seat of God right then. We hadn't got away and we die and the resurrection comes. Right. It happens right then. Yeah. 
If you ever said anything and then you say, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I take that action? But over in the 21st chapter of Deuteronomy, if a man have a stubborn and rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and that when they have chastened him, will not hearken unto them. I'm going to tell you all something. The way I grew up, there's a bunch of youngins I'd love to get a hold of. <laughs> Spare the rod, spoil the child. It also says that an unruly child is ashamed of the mother. That's right. We as parents have a responsibility to train up our children in the nurturing admonition of the Lord, train them up in a manner in which we'd have them to go, and when they grow old, they'll not depart from it. So that was a particular summons for this type of child. Then shall his father and his mother lay hold on him and bring him out unto the elders of the city, unto the gate of his place. You notice they don't go inside that gate. They go to the gate. And they shall say unto the elders of his city, This son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Now, he is greedy. He's selfish. He's self-centered. You know, you can, people are sort of like, you talk about dogs, sort of like watching kittens. You're going to have one kitten in a bunch, a litter, that's going to be a bully. He's going, the other one's going to try to eat and he's going to pick on the, the weakest one. He's going to clap his uh, claws in his head and he's going to eat that food. He's a glutton. Well, in this case, it says, and all the men of his city shall stone him with stones that he die, so shalt thou put evil away from among you and all Israel shall hear and fear. Why? Why do God People need to be chastised. Why do God's people need to be whipped? Where there's no law, there's no transgression. Right. If we are never chastised for disobedience, where will we end it at? Where will we stop? There is no limit. I won't forget what Elder uh, J.T. Shields said to me at, when I, uh, at my ordination. He said, Brother Dwayne, you will be surprised at what people will accuse you of. Amen. You'll be surprised at what people will do to undermine you, to discredit you, to make it look like that you're really a liar. And you know what sad it is? That the people that are closest to you is the ones that'll do it the worst. <laughs> but he said, and if a man hath committed a sin worthy of death, and he be to and he be to be put to death, and thou shalt hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain all night upon the tree, but thou shalt in any wise bury him that day, that the land be not defiled which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. Now why were these things put in place? 
so that God's people, you know what happened in Egypt? It wasn't so much for the Egyptians. Right. It, it was the children of Israel. God knew that they was all going to perish. All of that army was going to perish in the Red Sea. But the children of Israel needed something to remember. God did this to these Egyptians because of how they mistreated the children of Israel. Of course, the children of Israel went through what they did because of disobedience. Ain't nothing changed, Brother Joe. Right. We're still going through uh, 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 times of leanness, times of hunger, times of pain, times of heartache. Why? Because we have been disobedient to God. Amen. We have refused to follow the teachings of the Lord. We have refused to do what God uh, has instructed us to do because, well, you know, the law says we can't do this. We slaughter, we obey first. God or man? Right. Now, we got to obey the laws of land. We instructed to do that. Yes. And it says that we're not to speak against dignities. We're to, we're to obey the laws of the land. But I'm going to tell you, there's a law higher than the Supreme Court yeah, or the yeah. Second uh, a District Court or any court in the land. And that land, it, it, it does not have uh, 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 people sitting in there as judgment. God is the only judge. So when we look at this and we see what God has done to his people because of, you think we'd learn a lesson. But we don't. We, we, our heart is hardened. Our heart is, we forget. How soon we forget what has been done because of disobedience. Thirteenth chapter of Deuteronomy. You know there are things that we have to do in the church sometimes we just don't like. Amen. There are actions that we have to take. Why? For the preservation of the truth and for the preservation of serving God. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. Some people act like God won't take away from me what I got. Some people think, well, I can do this, and then I can, oh, I can stand before God and, and, and confess my sin, and he won't do nothing about it. <laughs> God don't forget. God is faithful. He does not forget his promises. His Thou shalt and thou shalt not. One is just as strong as the other is. Over in the 13th verse, he said, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign of the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them, thou shalt not hearken unto him unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams for the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. There are many deceivers in this world. Amen. There are many deceivers in the church sadly enough. You know we expect this 
in the church. I mean, out in the world, not in the church. We expect this out in the world. We don't expect this in the church. We don't expect to have to deal with this in the church. We don't expect to hear it in the church. But we do. And brethren, I'm going to tell you, but by the grace of God, is the only reason we don't fall it. Why? You know, it makes me think, well, where he said he had a certain number that wouldn't bow the knee to the image of Baal or not serve God, are we? You know, Brother David, I've thought about this. I hope the day would come that I will not refuse to serve God. Right. I hope the day will come that I don't say, no, I can't do this because of That I'm so <coughs> drawn in by the things around me that I had rather serve the world than I had God. I'm going to take it. I don't know about you, but I'm sure I'm going to include you in this too. That had it not been for the love of God and His presence, things that we go through in life, I couldn't have stood them. Right. And I don't think you could have either. Right. The Lord protects us from many things in this life. But we get so greedy over having things or as my wife says, stuff and by the way, stuff is in the Bible. Yep. <laughs> and we all got a lot of stuff. And a lot of this stuff is not glorifying to God. A lot of this stuff in our life is contrary to the teachings of God. There's a lot of things that we can get out of our life that is absolutely against God. Yes. But we are so full of ourselves wanting a little bit of everything there is. Somebody asked me out, got some, I don't know what it was, and they said, why did you have, get it? I said, I didn't have one of them. <laughs> I needed one of them to say I could have one. So that somebody asked me, why you got, well, I wanted to prove I, I had it, nobody else did Self-gratification. But he says, fifth verse. Let's go with the fourth. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and you shall serve him and cleave unto him. And that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken to turn you away from the Lord your God which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to thrust thee out of the way which the Lord thy God commanded thee to walk in, so shalt thou put the evil away from the midst of you. Now the Lord has instructed us and given us instructions how to remove this out of our life, but you know, brethren, we start the right word. <clears throat> Start watering it down for a better word. Well, I'm being I'm being unfair. Have you ever heard anybody say God was unfair? He would have been fair and well to cast everybody that he created in hell. He didn't. But he could have. 
But we began to take what we have and we start looking at it and we start comparing it. For example, we do something that personally, well, you did this, well, it wasn't bad as what Joe did. It wasn't as bad as what Jim did. You start making excuses for what you could have changed. You know, I can't change one of your lives, but you can. I can't condemn any one of you, but you, brothers and sisters, are open books, God. Amen. You know, every every bucket's got to set on its own bottom, and every person got to stand before God. Yeah. I pray for you, and I'm thankful for the prayers that that we received in New Salem Church. It was a blessing, and I hope you don't stop. But you know, every prayer that we get, I feel like we don't deserve one. Why? <coughs> I think we're unprofitable servants. We've been delivered by His grace. Now, you think they stopped with gluttony. Over in the 11th chapter of Matthew. Now, any time that we are blessed to follow the Lord and we proclaim it, we got a magnifying glass on us. We got a target on us. Right. But brethren, do we fear man or do we fear God? Mm -hmm. Are we willing to deny man and not God? But he said, "For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he hath a devil. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they said." Behold a man gluttonous and a wine bibbler, <laughs> a friend of publicans and sinners, but wisdom is justified of her children. <laughs> they was going to try to discredit God any way they could. But you know what? I hear people say, well, I don't believe the Bible. I'm sorry if you don't, but it don't change it to truth. I don't know why you follow the Lord if I believed the way you did, I'd just go out and do what I wanted to. Well, brother, I'm going to tell you, I hope you want two changes. I hope that when the Lord works on you and he transforms your heart and your life, you find that there's a better way than following the, the deadliest things of this life. Amen. Yeah. Young people, I feel for y'all in what you go, what school uh, uh, school uh, is to you now, but, uh, but parents... It's your responsibility to show these children the right way. You know, it ain't the television or the computer or the or the school principal or the teachers. It ain't that. It's their way to teach you the the, the things uh, uh, that will get you through life in some ways. But it's the parents' responsibility to raise up their children in such a way that it shows that they love God and can teach the children how to love God. Don't be selfish with what we have. Right. Share it. But now he also said, don't go on the street corners and, and cast your pearl before the swine, whether it be trampled underfoot. But I'm going to tell you, if the Lord says go, go. Yeah. 
If the Lord says you need to be in this place, don't worry about packing your bag. Go. God will deliver you through these things, but I'm telling you, when you start that way, the devil is going to get in front of you, just show us the world and tell you just how wrong you are and how many friends you're going to lose because of it. Well, I'm going to tell you, I had a whole lot more so-called friends before I came into the old Baptist church, but I got such a larger family of friends that I can call family. Those were friends. Now I have family all over this world. That is tied to, to Jesus Christ, that's tied uh, to his mercy and grace that I can go to and talk to and feel his presence uh, and go to church with and rejoice. Amen. And the very fact that I can serve and worship the truly living God Amen. among a people that serve and worship him and fear him. Amen. You know, brethren, I, I get amused at folks, and when they talk about praying in school. I'm going to tell you some folks in school, I don't, wouldn't want praying to my grandkids. I'll just be honest right. with you. But I'm going to tell you, you can sit there in front of the devil himself and pray and know he won't know it. It's between you and God. Amen. You don't have to make a show of it. You don't have to uh, uh, put it out there. Oh, I'm serving God today. If somebody wants to say you serve in God, so be it. But what you do is between you and God. Right. Don't try to, to, to hide it. He said not to put a, 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 a bushel over our candle. Let it shine. Because right. you know what? There ain't nobody but the children of God can see it. And all of them can't see it. Only the one that God reveals it to. You know, there's one thing we ain't got to worry about. There ain't nobody going to be in heaven that ain't supposed to be there, and there ain't nobody going to be in hell that ain't supposed to be there. So, brethren, there ain't going to be no crossing over. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you, brother, I, I, I'm sorry that, that there's anybody, however many is going to be in eternal hell, I, I can't do nothing about it. Neither can I do about anything about the one that's going to be in eternal heaven. But I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to being uh, at the feet of my God, praising him by his mercy and grace that I might see him with eyes that I haven't gotten now. I will be able to praise him in a way I can't praise now. I will feel his mercy and his grace in a way I can't. And brothers and sisters, where I know any of my family or not, I'll know God. Amen, amen. You know, if our first child was born 48 years ago, years ago today, bless her heart, God blessed her to, she would have never walked or talked. She had a lot of infirmities. But she got to see God for what did. <laughs> and whether I get to see her or not, whatever infirmities she had, she ain't got no more. Amen. Yeah, that's right. She's perfect. And brethren, let's be thankful that God give us a heart to feel God, a mind to enjoy God, and a tongue to express it. Amen. And desire to serve true and living master. Thank you for your time. Amen. We thank you for listening to today's message. 
and invite you to visit Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church for worship services every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Macedonia is located at 11 Staten Road on Highway 15, five miles north of Ackerman, Mississippi. For further information about Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church, you may visit our website at macedonia-pbc.org.